Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Purpose Podcast. My name is Haas Rauscher. The goal of this podcast is to help men find and fulfill their purpose. I'm going to try to help them be good, strong leaders, good, strong men, good male role models in their communities. I'm going to do that by having conversations. I'm going to invite guests on. I'm going to ask our guests, what is your purpose? What do you think your purpose ought to be? How did you find that purpose? And what do you do every single day? How do you get up, get after it, and go and fulfill that purpose? So today is going to be another solo episode, um, not for lack of trying, I'm trying to get some people back on here, uh, trying to get you some guests. I think we got some good ones coming up, especially for the book club. I think we're going to have one on the book club in March. Um, going to have Cade Carter, Bret Hart back on hopefully pretty soon. Uh, one thing I do want y'all to do is I'm going to put out an Instagram post asking, but I want y'all to tell me what your favorite purpose podcast guest was and what you want to hear from them next. So that's going to be a good, a good, uh, good little exercise for us to see what y'all are enjoying and what you actually want to see out of our, uh, out of our guests. I do, you know, I'm trying to build a community. I want to keep getting you new guests and the focus is going to be on getting you new guests and new ideas, but also, um, I want to build this community of men that I've currently got around me and, uh, hopefully out of the new guests, but, uh, get these guys on to talk about what they believe and develop their ideas over a longer period of time. I don't necessarily just want to, um, you know, pump and dump guests, uh, you know, get a bunch of new guests on and then never hear from them again. I want to try to build a community of people that, you know, uh, people that you enjoy and get them to start, um, giving you the things that you want, the the things that you want to hear from. So for Cade Carter, uh, one of the things that I feel like he does really well is, is marriage. And I think that he and I are going to do an episode about marriage pretty soon. Um, let me know what you like about certain guests and what you want to see out of them going forward. I think that's going to help me a lot. Try to organize, um, what I want to give y'all because right now it's just kind of up to me (laughs) of what I think you need to hear. And a lot of that is, I mean, a lot of that's what a podcast is, is me deciding what I think you need to hear. But I I do want to make sure that it is, uh, I do want to make sure that you have, uh, you have a say that the listener has a say in what we're doing here. And I don't want to do that by looking at listener counts. I, I don't really like that. Um, that's not the point. I'm not here to just amass a ton of listeners. It would be nice. Um, and that is kind of the purpose of the podcast is to help a lot of people live their lives better. But I don't want to look at all of the episodes and say, oh, well, Cade Carter, you know, Cade Carter got a hundred views and you know, a hundred listens and Jonah Trahan got 150. Um, you know, people must like Jonah Trahan better because of what he's saying here. And I, I'm not going to try to do that. I don't think that, I think a lot of people think that there's a formula to this shit. And I don't think it is. I think it's an art. I, I, I really do. Um, I don't think there's a certain set of words or ideas or anything that you can anything that you can convey and start listening, you know, looking at metrics 24 seven to really make people enjoy what you're doing. I I don't really believe that. I think what it is, is that you share, share your content. Um, you share authenticity of you and your guests. You try to figure out, uh, what makes your guests authentic and you exploits kind of a bad word, but you, you lean into what makes your guests authentic and ask them questions around that. Uh, and you know, around a central idea, let's say having purpose or making your life better as a man. And then you put that out there and people come and enjoy it. I don't think that there is some sort of formula and I, I don't, I don't know that metrics have the value that everybody say that they do. So 
what that means is I'm going to have to count on opinions. Since I'm not going to lean heavy on metrics, I need to count on opinions, which means that when I put something out, I really need y'all's opinions to help me make that better. So a lot of you do a really good job uh, coming to me, but it's like three or four. I want the 10 or 12 of you that listen to this that don't ever say anything, um, come to Instagram, you know, the ones that I know, come to Instagram, know you're on Instagram. Let me know what you're thinking, please. So the next thing that I would like to talk about is something that I think I, uh, that I struggled with in especially the years like 2020, 2021. Um, it's this idea that when we become busy and we become overwhelmed, we no longer have time. Uh, a lot of people use it as an excuse. And I know for me, myself, particularly, I used to like tell myself that I didn't have time for things that I did have time for. So to be completely honest and, and just to get us a starting point, the the statement I don't have time is, uh, I guess it could be a euphemism or I don't, I don't really know what you call it, but it's kind of a silly statement when you really start to think about it because all you have is time. Like as long as you're living, it's like the only thing that you really truly have is your time. And you're, you know, you can get into the metaphysical stuff like the character or things like that. But, um, as long as you're living, you have time, like you occupy time. You have the same 24 hours in a day as literally everybody else. Um, it's how you choose to use the 24 hours in a day that, shapes your life. That's, that's, that's what shapes your life is how, what you choose to do in hour one and all the way to hour 24. That's what shapes your life. So I found myself a lot of times telling myself that I didn't have time for things that I really did have time for. And it was because my priorities were skewed. And what gave me the, I guess you could call it inspiration for this episode was, uh, my buddy, Sam Barker, not Sam Pearson that's been on the show, but Sam Barker, I asked him if he had been listening to the podcast. And now I'll preface with this. I really don't care if <laughs> if you all listen to the podcast. If you're my friend and you don't listen, I'm not worried. For example, Sam Pearson, I don't think Sam listens to the podcast. I don't think it's his, I don't think it's his kind of deal, which is 100% okay. It doesn't bother me at all. Scott Thompson, my buddy, I don't know that he listens to the podcast. 100% okay. I think he's like way behind. Maybe he does. He's just, he's way behind, but it doesn't bother me guys. It really, it like, so this is not like an indictment, an indictment of people that (laughs) I know that aren't listening to the podcast. I really don't care. Like if you don't, if you don't enjoy it, then don't listen to it Uh, by all means. Uh, don't, don't, don't use your time. Well, I mean, this kind of feeds in, uh, don't use your time just because you feel like you owe me something. And if I made you feel like that, I apologize. If you don't want to listen, don't listen. But anyway, I was uh, I just wanted to put that out there because it, it revolves around me asking Sam if I <laughs> if he had listened to the podcast. I asked him. I was like, "Hey, man, uh, since you those episodes or we talked about it, have you listened to the podcast any?" And uh, usually the response I get for that is, "Man, I just haven't had time lately," or "No, I don't really have time." Uh, which again, I, I'm not upset about people giving me the phrase. Uh, that's a stupid thing to get offended about. And I mean, I have in the past and. Uh, it's ridiculous. And that's something I'm working on, but like, I'm not upset if you tell me I don't have time, but when, what he said was, no, man, I haven't prioritized it like I should lately. And I was just so happy with that response. I was like, dude, that's, that's so awesome that not only are you not lying to me saying that you don't have time. And, and I don't know if it's a lie. It, it's semantics. I mean, you can get into the semantics. It's not necessarily a lie. Uh, you know, I don't have time to do this. Like, yeah, I get it. But he's 
100% not lying to himself. And that's what I thought was really cool about that was instead of giving the age old excuse of, I don't have time. I got the wife and the kid and the job and the W2 and all that stuff. Uh, I got the nine to five man. Instead of lying to himself and making himself truly believe that he doesn't have time for something, he was honest and said, man, it just hasn't been a priority lately. And that is, that is so key if you actually want to achieve your goals is being honest with yourself, being honest with yourself and understanding that the things you do, you do because they're a priority in your life. That's what you've established as a priority. Let's let's take money, for example. Time and money. Uh, how many times do people say, I just don't have the money? I just don't have the money. Now, money doesn't come to you instantly like time does. You're not entitled to money. You are entitled to time. Uh, but you know people do have a certain set of money that people got. They get a paycheck every single week, and it's a certain amount every single week. They have a budget of money that they can deal with, and... Uh, they throw their hands up and say, I don't have the, I don't have the time. I don't have the money because they don't want to cut certain things out because those things are priorities. Let's talk about the $5 coffees, for example. Um, thanks to a coworker who, uh, I still don't know if I'm appreciative or not of, of this. Uh, she got me into, uh, into coffee. Um, after about a year of eroding away my self-respect, now I'm a coffee dude and, uh, that's just the way it is. And so, um, I mean, about three days a week I'll go and I'll get like a $5 coffee. And then because we buy each other other things, it, it, it turns into $20 worth of coffee, uh, because we're buying coffee for the office. That's a lot of money. Like it's a lot of money and a lot of people that make significantly less money than I do, uh, buy a lot more coffee than what I do. And you all know this person, you know, the person that I'm talking about, the person that buys coffee, um, all the time, they're always making a Starbucks run and you always see it on their, uh, on their Snapchat story, pumpkin spice latte. And then they talk about how they don't have the money to pay the light bill or whatever. Um, you do have the money you've got like, let's see if you do $5 a day times seven, was that $35 a week, uh, times four, that's a lot of money. That's like 150 bucks a month that, uh, if you just didn't buy coffee every day, then, uh, then you wouldn't have this issue. You could go and pay the light bill or whatever it is. Um, time is very, very similar. Uh, and I see a lot of people with kids do this as well. Uh, now I don't know what it's like to have a kid. I'm sure they're incredibly busy and I'll probably, it'll probably hit me like a freight train when kids do come, like how much time and effort they actually do take. But uh, I, I still feel like a lot of people lie to themselves and uh, they'll put their kids to bed at like 7.30, 8 o'clock and then instead of reading that book that you asked them about or uh, doing this that you've asked them about, uh, whatever, whatever it may be, working out, they'll go and they'll sit on their ass and watch a movie. Uh, not that I have not done that. I've done that within the past week. I delayed my priorities to watch a movie. Um, but they do it every night or they'll go and they'll watch, uh, what is it? The voice or whatever. Uh, what's that stupid one? Mass singer. Uh, yeah, that one's, that one's ridiculous. Uh, they'll go and they'll watch that with their wives. Now spending quality time with your wife. Again, I, I have no problem with these things. I have no problem with the way that you organize your time. So long as that you're honest with the fact that you are prioritizing. I think that's what really bugs me. And, and that's what, it, that's what did plague me for years. Um, I mean, I was a fat shit forever because I didn't prioritize, uh, 
I didn't prioritize my health and fitness over uh, playing video games with the boys or watching movies or going out and shooting guns. Like I didn't prioritize my health and fitness high enough. And what happened was I began to become a fat shit. (laughs) And I said, I don't have time. I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do that. Um, I did it for a long time. So don't think that I'm like talking down to you of saying, oh, you watched a movie with your wife on a Thursday. Shame on you. No, I, I did it forever. And the reason that I'm sitting here talking about it is because it hurts to see other people do it when I know that it's as easy as changing changing that switch in your brain that says, I don't have time to, it's not a priority. Once you start to, and that's what I do personally, when something comes up to me and I'm looking at my schedule and I don't know if I can actually fit it in, I tell myself it's not a priority, not I don't have time. And I try to tell that to other people too. And full on, if you catch me telling you, no, man, I don't have time for this right now, call my ass out on it. Because what I should be saying is, dude, it's really not a priority. Um, it's, it's really not a priority for me right now. I'm sorry. Let's see if we can fit it into the schedule another time. Uh, that's kind of... I don't know. It's, it's a mindset shift. And Nick Shelton is, he's really big on mindset. Uh, my coach, my CrossFit coach, and I, I didn't really reach out to him to get his thoughts. He's been super busy lately. Uh, you know, um, he has higher priorities than, uh, than coming onto the show, which is 100%. I mean, his priorities are huge. Like the things that he's going to do are huge. The stuff he's got going on in his life right now, 100%. They should be prioritized, uh, over coming onto the show. Uh, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. But he talks about mindset a lot of what you tell yourself is is what what actually happens. If you continue to tell yourself you don't have time, you're not going to have time for the things that you really need to be prioritizing. Um, so that's kind of the, I know this is going to be a short episode and you may want something a little bit longer. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and ramble on, but, um, or well, I'll, this is this is what I'll do. Understand this kind of goes into the next uh, the next topic of realizing that your goals and your priorities are a daily they are a daily burden um, when it comes to prioritizing the things that you want you have to understand that these things happen daily you have to be committed to them daily because what what happens otherwise is if you let it not be a priority on Tuesday, then when next Wednesday rolls around, you're going to say, well, last Tuesday, it wasn't a priority. And then on Thursday, you're going to be like, well, I didn't do it yesterday, but I've got a lot of time coming up in the weekend and I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And that's how things start to slowly slide down your priority list, uh, especially the uncomfortable things like working out is one day you decide that it's no longer a priority. Now, I'm not saying that you have to do these things every day. I'm saying that you have to prioritize them every day. I'm not saying that you have to work out seven days a week. But what I'm saying is that your health and fitness in some capacity or another needs to be a daily priority for you. If it's making money, I've got a buddy who, dude, he's he's doing awesome. He's got a construction business down in San Angelo. Um, he's, he's doing so great. But his, his construction business is a priority. Now, I hope it's less of a priority than his wife. Uh, It's less of a priority than his health and fitness. I hope so. Um, And, you know, he and I have talked about that, but uh, it's far above and beyond drinking whiskey with the boys, which is what one of my priorities used to be. That was the priority. Um, And it caused me to be fat. 
So, but every single day, even on the weekdays, he makes his construction business a priority to him. And that's why he continues to succeed. Uh, my health and fitness. I have, I've lost, I mean, damn near 50 pounds in about a year. And the only reason that I was able to do that is because I made it a daily priority to not be fat. Um, it wasn't a weekly priority. It wasn't something that I would do three times a week. Uh, it wasn't something that I would prioritize on Saturdays and Sundays. It was a daily priority. And yes, that means every single day because otherwise you begin to slip. Uh, let's, let's talk October, November, December. I didn't move a pound in October, November, and December did not move a pound because it wasn't a daily priority for me. I had just got done with phase two. Um, and let me tell you how these things start to slip. I just got done with phase two. What is that? Two workouts a day, gallon of water, uh, all the good shit, all of it. Um, what starts to happen is you say, oh, okay, well, I just prioritized 30 days of health and fitness. Uh, now I'm going to prioritize hunting. Let's, let's, let's prioritize hunting, which is still a big priority for me, but I moved my priorities around to say, well, hunting is a larger priority than health and fitness. So what immediately goes away? What immediately goes away is that second, that pesky ass second workout that I've still got to go do today after I record, even though I already went and deadlifted, um, that pesky ass second workout, the second 45 minute workout that you've got to do every day. That's immediately what goes first. I mean, almost immediately. Um, you say, I don't have time for it. Uh, hunting is my priority. Instead of going and doing a second workout, I'm going to go shoot my bow. Okay. Well, (laughs) shooting your bow doesn't burn nearly as many calories as going on a walk does. So that's how things start to erode on a daily basis. And then you look up and a week later, you haven't done your second workout because hunting is a priority now. Well, you don't, you don't always get to go out into the field and hunt, so you can't always burn those calories. I mean, it's just super obvious looking back at it as to why my goals started to slip, and I'm sure it is for you. Let's talk about just working out in general. Now, I was leaving one workout a day, and, and eventually it turned into where I would go a day with no workouts. Well, I need a rest day. I need to prioritize rest. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Uh, you don't need a rest day. You can go on a walk. I'm sorry, but... Um, rest days, no, um, active rest or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, you can still go on a walk, uh, go do that. But sitting your ass on the couch for a full day, at least for me, let me just speak for myself and not speak at you. Um, for me, unacceptable because that's when the discipline starts to erode and that's when my priorities start to erode. So basically the, the gist of this is, is understanding that, uh, you have the same 24 hours, as what everybody else does on the planet, literally on the face of the planet, everybody else has the exact same amount of time as you do, uh, until they die. Um, but in a day they have the exact same amount of time as you do. You're not special. You don't, you weren't born with four less hours in a day. It's not like you only get 20. Uh, it's what you do with that amount of time that, that determines your outcome and stop telling yourself that I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this and get your priorities straight. One of the biggest, not biggest, but one of the laws of combat of Jocko is to prioritize and execute. And at least from personal experience, when I started telling myself, Hey, it's not a priority, uh, that's when I really started understanding where my priorities were and making time and, and making room because what really hit me hard is when I realized that, uh, we hadn't been on a date this week, say me and my wife. And I had to sell myself, I had to tell myself instead of, I don't have time. It's not a priority. 
And then I had to wrestle with the fact that I've played video games for six hours this week. Uh, we haven't gone on a date, and I just said that uh, my wife wasn't as big of a priority as playing video games. And that's where it really hit me. And I, you know, man, woman, uh, whatever the case, uh, I was going to say if you're a man, but if you're a man or a woman, uh, when you start thinking in terms of priorities, I hope that it hits you hard on the things that you've not been doing lately. Uh, I really hope that it hits you hard uh, as far as what what you've been prioritizing over over certain things. And again, I don't care if you lie to me about it. If you say, I don't have time, I don't have time, I don't have time. It's not that big a deal. The express. I'm not worried about the expression. I've got a buddy um, that uh, he's got a kid. He like runs a business, um, stays super sacked up, sta- sacked up. <laughs> well, he might be, but stays stays super stacked up uh, in his life of things to do. And he uses the expression, "I don't have time." I think he told me the other day, I, "I'm thin on time." But I know he's real with himself as far as what his priorities are. He wakes up at 4:30 in the morning, goes to the gym. Um, he goes to bed at eight o'clock at night so that he can wake up at four 30 and go to the gym. He's got a kid. He's got a wife that he pours time into. Um, I know that he knows where his priorities are at. Uh, so again, I don't care about me. This, this doesn't even apply to me, uh, you know, whatever. And it's not about the people that you're telling it to. I'm not telling you to be nice to people you're telling them to don't lie to them. Make sure they know what your priorities are. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is be honest with yourself about what your priorities are and get your priorities straight before you ever attempt to use the phrase, I don't have time. And if it were me, just like, just like myself, I would completely eliminate that phrase from your, from your vocabulary, syntax, whatever the hell you call it. Um, and say, it's not a priority. Uh, that changed my life. It really did change my life as far as what I was willing to do throughout the day and what I no longer have time for. I haven't touched my Xbox in at least three months. I mean, at least I may have played pool with Houston on it in November. I think Thanksgiving was the last time I touched my Xbox. I used to play it nightly. Used to play video games nightly. Haven't touched it since. Um, So make that change, guys. Uh, Last thing I want to talk about is... Waking up in the morning. So... I have uh, started waking up really early in the morning at like 4.30 every single morning. I used to try all the time. I would get up at one, you know, one day early in the morning, go do my day. And then the next day I just couldn't do it. Just couldn't, couldn't get it done. I've started doing it multiple days in a row, um, almost the whole week uh, for waking up at 4.30 in the morning to go get, uh, get my priorities taken care of. I, prioritize working out, uh, doing phase three. I knew once phase three hit that I was not going to have, uh, how do I put it? That I was going to have a lot more to do, um, than what I did in like 75 hard. I was going to have to talk to a stranger. I was going to have to do a random act of kindness every single day. I've got the podcast going on. So, uh, I wasn't going to exactly have, uh, the ability to wake up at six o'clock and, uh, and go to work immediately and then try to get all my shit done, um, after seven 30, it just wasn't going to happen. So I, you know, decided that it was time to start waking up at four 30, like I really needed to do and, uh, get my priorities straight to be quite honest with you. So I started doing that and I used to be, you can actually find episodes, uh, of me probably with Bret Hart saying that I just can't operate on less than like six hours of sleep that I just can't do it. And, uh, number one, 
I figured out that I actually can, and I can operate quite well on six hours of sleep. Uh, I can't do it repeatedly. Uh, I mean, I probably could, but I do take days where I sleep in a little bit. Today, I didn't get up till like 7.30, which was really nice. (laughs) Saturday, I didn't get up until maybe 9, but we had stayed up late, Dylan and I did. Um, So, but basically what I want to talk about is getting up early in the morning and some tips and tricks that I have found that I want to uh, share with y'all. Now, I will tell you that these two tips come directly from Andrew Huberman. Uh, if you've heard of Andrew Huberman, he's got the Huberman Lab podcast. He talks a lot about neuroscience and scientific stuff that, uh, honestly, I love his podcast a lot, but it's a lot to listen to. And it's a lot of scientific stuff that uh, a lot of people get kind of lost in and they can't really make it through a whole episode. And he's got videos up on, uh, one thing I do like is that he has time tags in all of his episodes, which is something that I really, really want to do here. Uh, we're trying to get to where we can do that. Um, invest the time into it to make it worth it. But he, um, he's got those time tags. So even if you don't want to listen to a whole four hour episode of, um, the Huberman lab podcast, go and use those time tags to your advantage. But anyway, this all comes from him. And the first thing, the the first tip that I'm going to share with you is cold showers. So it, cold showers are mandatory for phase three, but what I have found is if I do them in the morning after my morning workout, it absolutely helps me stay awake all day, all day long. Now, I do get tired come around four or five, but that's immediately when I go and get a workout in and wake right back up. But I used to, what would happen when I would wake up at five o'clock or 4.30 even, I would get to my desk and right around one to two o'clock, I would hit a massive wall a massive wall. And now I know there's a lot of factors that come into this, your diet, uh, you know, yeah, your diet, what you're eating, what you're doing before you go to sleep. But, um, I would hit a massive wall and sometimes I would go out into my truck and I would take like a 30 minute nap. Now Huberman recommends doing that sometimes, uh, going and taking a little 10 minute power nap, or maybe it's not Huberman, maybe it's Jocko, but, uh, if you're able to do that, yeah, take a 10 minute power nap, wake up, get right back after it. But what I found is that when I do a like five minute, six minute cold shower, um, towards the, the beginning of my morning. So right after my, uh, my workout, it absolutely helps me stay awake and it needs to be cold guys it needs to be ice cold. Uh, especially in January, it's not hard to do. Um, well it's physically hard to stay in there, but it's not hard to get it ice cold. Um, but Turn it all the way to the cold setting uh, in your shower and just hop in there. I do like my front side first and then Huberman recommends kind of stepping out. I think he does 30 seconds in, 30 seconds out, or maybe a minute in, 30 seconds out, whatever the case may be. But uh, kind of going in and out and I'll go front side in, come back, back side in, and then uh, I'm done with my cold shower. So it's helped me a lot and I know when I miss it, guys. Like I, I, I really, really know that When the cold shower is the only thing that I miss out of these tips and tricks that I'm going to give you, when the cold shower is the only thing that I miss, uh, I I feel it heavy. That 1.30, 2 o'clock hour comes around, and I am just dragging ass. I mean, dragging major ass. So um, that's that's another really good tip. I will not stop the cold showers after phase three. Hand to God, uh, Bret Hart is going to hold me accountable to this, hopefully. He's going to be asking me if I got my cold shower done. Uh, I'm not going to stop it because I feel so good when I get it done. 
Um, the next thing is going to be delayed caffeine. So I used to think that I didn't need caffeine and I used to think that it was cool to be all like natty, um, you know, not have any caffeine. And I mean, it still is, and I still don't have to have my caffeine, but I do notice a significant difference when I delay caffeine and take in my caffeine right around probably the 7.15 to 7.30 mark uh, when I wake up at 4.30. Now, I've never instantly hit caffeine early in the morning. I don't know... I know a lot of y'all, uh, the moment that you wake up and, uh, I know one person that's probably going to listen specifically who shared his morning routine on his podcast, the G3 podcast, uh, which is an awesome podcast guys, by the way, uh, go listen to the G3 podcast. Shout out to, uh, Chase Tanner and Seth, but, um, anyway, Chase, he immediately gets up and goes for his coffee. I've never done that. Uh, I don't have a coffee pot. I don't have Red Bull sitting in the fridge. I have to go get something for me to have caffeine. So I've never instantly hit caffeine. So it may work the same, but Huberman talks a lot about delayed caffeine after you wake up. So waking up, getting that cold shower and raising your, uh, I think it's called serotonin, uh, raising your serotonin levels, raising your dopamine levels, all the good stuff. Uh, go listen to Huberman if you want some more technical uh jargon on it but um he talks about waiting to like two hours after you uh after you wake up to start taking in caffeine i do that and it works awesome um again i've done days where i miss the cold shower and the cat or like i'll miss them separately so i'll get my cold shower in but i don't take in any caffeine or i won't get my cold shower but i'll definitely hit the caffeine and uh they have this compounding effect that is just pretty crazy to see um when I take my cold shower, but I miss my caffeine, it's honestly that morning dip that I don't really, uh, that, that hits me pretty hard. I'll get a dip at about like 1030 where I'm just so tired. Um, that's if I miss my caffeine and it's kind of weird because when I get my cold shower in it's, if I don't do both of them, I'm dragging ass all day. <laughs> like if I don't do both of them, uh, 1030 rolls around, I'm tired. 130 rolls around. I'm just tired. I go to work out. It's just awful. Uh, if I miss my cold shower, the afternoon's not nearly as bad. Um, if I miss my caffeine, the morning kind of sucks. So, uh, I delay my caffeine. I don't know if you need to delay your caffeine or not. Andrew Huberman says to, um, I don't know, Chase, when you listen to this, I'm, I'll probably text you afterwards, but try delaying your caffeine and let me know, uh, let me know if it has any effects for you. That would, that would be a really cool test since you, since you get your caffeine in early in the morning, every single morning, uh, delay it until like eight or nine and see, uh, see if it has any effects for you. But anyway, uh, the last note that I have is, uh, getting out and getting some sunlight. I don't know if this one really helps or not. Um, Huberman says that it's like massively, uh, beneficial. So I tend to believe him because the other two things that he said work, but, uh, it's apparently massively beneficial to get out and get some early morning sunlight, at least like 30 minutes, uh, to an hour of early morning sunlight. Um, it doesn't have to be direct sunlight. I know a lot of y'all get to work before the sun comes out. It doesn't always have to be direct like sun in, well, and he actually says, don't look at the sun, but the sun doesn't have to be out like a not cloudy day, uh, for you to get the benefits of sunlight. It can, there can be cloud cover. It's really the UV rays and all the nice scientific stuff that I don't understand. But, uh, even early in the morning, like if the sunrise is just coming up, that's significant. Um, so I've been doing that to where I'll go and I'll eat my work breakfast. Now it's not the 30 minutes like he recommends, but typically I ruck in the morning. Um, I haven't been getting quite as much sunlight, but again, I get to work at seven when the sun's not even up yet. So, 
but I'll go and eat my breakfast, my work breakfast, like 10, 15 minutes uh, outside. And so the the other good thing is that it's more cold exposure, kind of like a cold shower, is I'll go out there and freeze my ass off sitting there eating breakfast and it kind of sucks. Um, I'll intentionally leave my outer layer off and go and get cold for a little bit. Uh, it, it does something similar to what the cold shower does. Not nearly as effective though, but, uh, I'll sit there and eat my breakfast with sunlight. And I think, I don't know, like I said, I don't know if it helps because it's the only one that I don't really notice a difference in, uh, what, if I miss it or not. But, um, if Huberman says it, the cold shower is a delayed caffeine all works like a charm. Go get that done. So I know I said that that was the last thing I wanted to talk about, but, we're going to talk about another thing since I want to give you content. You typically get an hour on Sundays and you're not going to get an hour today. Last thing I want to talk about is um, a little bit of kind of daily anxieties and uh, daily anxieties and mood enhancement. One thing that I have noticed since I've been on phase three uh, about my mood and my anxiety is that the earlier the earlier that I can start stacking W's, those are wins for the uncultured the earlier that I can start stacking W's in my day, the better that my day goes. Now, there's a few keys here. I think the W's need to be for yourself. If you get to work at 5 a.m. in the morning and you start ta- you know, stacking dubs for somebody that... Well, no, I think it, I think it still works if you're committed to your work. Uh, it, it, let me put it this way. It needs to be along the lines of your priority levels. So my health and fitness is a, is a major priority level. It could be considered number one as far as what are my priority levels on a daily basis. So that's the first thing I go to do is I go and get a workout in. Um, if your job... I was, I was going to go down this road of negativity of if you hate your job, don't don't make those your priority levels, but I think that's bullshit. That's on me. Um, if you want to be excellent, then you need to be excellent at your job as well, and those can be considered uh, those can be considered W's, and I, and I feel good when I get W's at work too, but uh, make sure, I guess the point is make sure it's in accordance with your priority level. Don't show up to work at uh, 5 a.m. without doing anything uh, to satisfy your health and fitness priority level. Um, don't do that, but... Because you're going to feel out of alignment with your priorities, as you should. But stacking dubs early in the day has absolutely helped me defeat whatever little uh, anxiety and uh, or sadness or negativity that I have in my days by getting in, getting my stuff done early. It makes me feel so good about myself and the things that I am doing and my priorities. Like I, I just can't, I mean, I can't really describe it. It's, it's indescribable the difference in my days. So like, let's take Fridays for example. Uh, I haven't been always getting up as early as I have on, as I used to on Fridays. Uh, you know, I get up at 4.30 from Monday to Thursday. Typically Fridays, I'm dog-ass tired, and uh, I'll sleep until like 6, but that's because I've got the most of the afternoon off uh, from work. I get off at 11, so uh, I guess the whole afternoon I've got off, and so I can typically go hammer some things out and be done, and I get to sleep in a little bit. Um, I'm going to try not to do that anymore because the whole time on Friday, I number one, I feel rushed uh, in the day, and that's because I am. That's because I shorten my amount of time that I have to get my priorities done. I prioritize sleep over, over the rest of the things that I need to do that day. Uh, and so I'm rushed throughout the day. Secondly, I'm out of alignment with what I say my priorities are. Uh, my one, you know, my number one priority right now is my health and fitness. Uh, maybe it's between that and my marriage. And I mean that seriously, we can talk about that later, but, uh, I've got to be healthy and fit in order for me to have a good marriage. So, uh, my number one priority is my, is my health and fitness. And what did I do? I slept, uh, came into work and didn't get my health and fitness done. And that, 
just was not okay with me. I was out of alignment with my priorities and it makes me not necessarily sad, but irritated, irritable all day. So if you've been having kind of mood problems and I I talked with one of my buddies that, uh, uh, lives kind of a long ways off from here, but, um, his actions and where he's at in life aren't in line with his priorities. And I think that's, he talks about how he's got some anxiety, some depression. Uh, He doesn't feel good about himself. And I noticed that in my experience, it was always because (laughs) I wasn't prioritizing the things in my life like I needed to be. And I wasn't stacking dubs early enough in the day in order for me to have a good rest of the day. I love the days that I come in, I get into work and I don't show up to work early. Uh, That's not a thing. I have, you know, like if I need to be there at 630, then yeah. But I'm not the guy that rolls in at 640. Um, when I got to be there at seven, I used to be, I'm not now, uh, because I'm out there stacking dubs. I go get up at four 30, go and, uh, work out. I talk to my stranger. I do my random act of kindness. I always try to do that in the morning. Um, whatever it is that needs to be done, read in the morning. I visualize in the morning before I get to work. And when I hit that door at seven, I'm a much better employee than if I would have, let's say not visualized and got to work at 640 anyway, because my visualization and my long-term goals are a higher priority to me than what that job is. And once I get those priorities taken care of, then I can devote my time and attention to that job. So that's just a little note of something that I've been feeling really good about lately is when I get up and I stack dubs and do it in accordance with my priority levels, 100% mood improver, 100% you know positivity builder. So go do that, go try that out and let me know how it goes. But anyway, guys, I appreciate you listening listening through this solo episode. Um, I know you want to hear from guests. I know you want to hear from new people. I know that you don't tune in the podcast just to hear me and my thoughts, but, uh, I'm going to give them to you anyway, because it's Sunday and you need a Sunday episode. So that's what we're going to be doing for a little bit. I appreciate you tune into the book club. The book club is, is it's going to be so good. I'm so hyped for it because we've got a lot of good books coming up. I'm hopefully going to get some good guests on to talk about these books. And uh, I think we're going to be able to get a lot of good information from the books that I'm reading. And I hope that y'all, I know a lot of y'all listen to the, to the book club. And if that's uh, the way this book club is designed is that you can, you can just listen to it and hopefully still get some things out of the episode. Uh, that's kind of the idea, but I really want y'all to get the full effect out of these books and read the books with me. I think that's going to be really, really cool because I don't have time to go through and completely outline everything that you should be getting from this book. And so the way that you need to get these things from the book is by reading it. Um, I'm going to do my best and again, come and listen to it anyway, uh, if you haven't read the book, but I really want y'all to start reading these books and, uh, and understanding them on your own personal level before you come and listen to the, uh, listen to the purpose podcast book club or the purpose book club. The other reason is because of spoiler alerts. I don't want to set something in your mind that, uh, I don't want to give you some preconception of what the book is supposed to be before you read it, because you may get something different out of it. So I would like you to read along with the episodes or not listen to the episodes until you've read the book. Now I know that episodes can get buried and you're not going to come back and listen to it, but I'm willing to take that risk. I would rather you not listen to my episodes and uh, read the book in August and never come back and listen to the March episodes than to not read the book at all. Uh, Because I think that what you get out of that book is going to be, uh, 
of utmost value. The, the, the purpose book club is just going to be supplemental to, to what you're going to get out of the book. So do that guys, get your reading in, prioritize it because it is a priority. It should be a priority for you to read and understand the, the, the classic knowledge that we found or the knowledge that we found in classic literature. Please do that. So anyway, guys, I appreciate you listening and peace out.